Welcome to Geordie Lass and Doc Sass. One day, a Geordie and a Canadian walk into a bar and decide to start a podcast about relationships and what a topic that is. No subjects are off limits. Get in touch today with us at geordielass.com or email info at geordielass.com and let us know what you think and what we should talk about. Welcome to the podcast. Hello. Welcome, everyone. Welcome, Hello. welcome. How's it vibing? to my um, beautiful Anna there. You're looking yeah. very sensational today. Aren't I looking so Greek? <laughs> no. <laughs> just because I've been here for four weeks doesn't mean that I'm just like, Greek is going to start rubbing off on me. You've definitely got a, an aura about you today. Don't I, though? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I'm actually, I don't really know any more words, really, than I did when I came. But I'm actually starting, I, I, I take a real liking to reading, learning to read languages that really make sense. Mm. So like Hindi... Um, Greek makes perfect sense because the letters, everything, unlike English, which is a terribly messy language to learn because <laughs> nothing is phonetic, um, Greek is fantastic. So I've been learning to like read, except I don't know what the words mean, but I can I can pronounce them. I'm starting to be able to pronounce them a bit better. So Very good. I walk around town just like reading bus signs and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Impressive. I think oh. it's always easier to learn a language when you're in the country. It's got to be right. Oh. You're surrounded by it the whole time absolutely and then, yeah. then it's like everything with a bit of an accent and you're like ah oh, you can and, <laughs> and especially i've been learning from a lot of bars and taverns like i've been doing a lot a lot of eating and drinking like a lot <gasps> it's Oof. gotta be done gotta be done oh my gosh what an insane time how how are things going on your side of the pond or things are good your side of the sea yeah 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 no we're good the um We've had some sunshine and just starts to feel a bit more spring-like, which always oh. makes you feel better. You can get oh. out and about, enjoy. We've had some nice, lovely country lane walks and oh. yeah, some nice scrummy food. Oh. Yeah. That All sounds things fantastic. that put a smile on my face. Oh, beautiful. I know. Summer dresses just around the corner. Not really. I <laughs> well, I know, but you can kind of hope, can't you? <laughs> you can hope. Absolutely. So what's shaking on at the relationship desk of love? I've got a little treat for you today and oh. hopefully for our listeners. I love treats. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> this week is Valentine's week that we are recording. So the show oh, will go yeah. out after Valentine's. And um, so we'd like to wish all of our lovely listeners a happy Valentine's Day from oh. us at Geordie Lass and Dark Sass. We're the lovebirds <laughs> in your ear every week. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> So in preparation for that, I'm going to help you out a bit, especially as you're now in dating territory. Uh, Hello. Yeah. (laughs) I would like to know, would you like to know what your lust language is? Oh, yes. (laughs) Please. (laughs) All right. We are going to do a live on air quiz. Anna has no idea what's coming. I don't. Oh, my gosh. I'm so thrilled. (laughs) Yes. All right. I'm going to ask you some questions. Uh, quick fire. Answer them. And then I'll tell you what your lust language is. Oh, OK. OK. Are you ready? Yep. Yep. OK, let's go. Number one. How do you feel about first dates? Either love them. Are you kidding? Or they're not my favorite. Honestly, love them. Right. Love them. OK. What's your ideal Valentine's Day gift? Is it lacy lingerie? I think I already know the answer to this. A romantic <laughs> dinner out, a sweet love letter, or being relieved of your laundry duties for a week. 
Oh, definitely the lingerie. And if anybody's asking, a Jean Provocateur is kind of like my favorite. Yeah. Hello. Oh, I think you knew that one. <laughs> I did know it. I knew that straight away. Yeah. Um, okay. You feel happiest with your partner when you're working towards a common goal. You're just hanging out together. You're getting it on. Wink, wink. <laughs> oh. <laughs> or you're talking about how much you love each other. Oh my God, getting it on. Like... <laughs> Yeah, I think I could have probably answered this quiz for you. It's the connection. Yeah, yeah. totally. Thoughts on sexts, as in text <laughs> sex. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, is it absolutely or not really your thing? Uh, up until a few weeks ago, I was like, not really my thing because I didn't have practice. But, you know, the opportunity has knocked on the door. And I'm, not only do I like it, but I think I'm good at it. So Ooh. like definitely, went, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're good at the things you new practice. Skills. New skills, totally, man. So we're Dan, going Dan for Savage. Absolutely? Oh, definitely. Okay. Can I can I just int- tell you for Valentine's Day, Dan Savage's advice on how to talk dirty is it goes like this: just simply tell them what you're about to do, what you're doing, and what you just did, and that's dirty talk. What? <laughs> I'm going to play with your nipples. I'm playing with your nipples. And I just played with your nipples. Dirty talk. <laughs> I'm learning. I'm learning. New skills. <laughs> Again, lusty lessons as yeah. well as their lusty yeah. languages. <laughs> Shout out to Dan Savage. Absolutely. All right. Um, you're throwing me off my quiz now. Aren't I? Oh my gosh. So sorry. So sorry. All right. Next one. So pick a celebrity couple. Would it be Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck? Would it be Chrissy Teigen and John Legend? Would it be Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly? Or would it be Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds? Oh. Weirdly, actually, I'm going to go with JLo and Ben Affleck. It sounds Ooh. weird. I, you know, it's so weird, but like Ryan Reynolds and Canadian Boy, woo woo, shout out. But like, I feel like their relationship is just like so good. I'm like... I can't even get to that stratosphere. Like, it's just crazy mm. how perfectly in love they are. So I'm like, I don't even understand it. So how could I? I'm going to go with J-Lo and, and uh, Ben Affleck. A bit more flawed and down to earth. I, I can vibe with that a bit better. I had to do your first answer because I'm already on the uh, results now. Oh, my God. Oh, sorry. Okay. Results. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> okay. This will not surprise you. <laughs> it will not surprise our listeners. So your lust language is primal. <laughs> amazing that should be my middle name (laughs) so it says your lust language prefers passion excitement and novelty and Mm. strong physical connection is a must (laughs) this type might also be into kinks and fetishes but not necessarily (laughs) one thing that is necessary though is physical contact as primal types feel most aroused by touching their partner's body basically an emotional connection is not needed for a good time but can absolutely be present in tandem. Who are these people? We could have written that profile for you. <laughs> Seriously. How do they know this? That's crazy. Sarah, oh my God. I feel like this is my <laughs> Tinder profile right there. <laughs> Emotional connection is nice, but not necessary. It's <laughs> a nice to have, but not a need to have. Oh my God, I love it. Oh, Sarah, I feel so warmed up for Valentine's Day. <laughs> watch out primal i feel like a cougar on the move 
<laughs> I pity the person who has to see me on Valentine's Day. Oh my god, they have no idea. <laughs> wow, wonderful. Uh, so wait, did you do yours? And do you do you know what? So you I did do mine, and I can't remember yeah. what it was now. I think I didn't agree with mine. I think it said romantic, and I don't actually think I'm that romantic. <laughs> so I think I was a little bit surprised by mine. Oh, <laughs> did you think you were primal as well? Like no, I didn't know what they were oh, actually. No? I didn't know what the four oh. um what the four lust languages were until oh. I took the test. But I can tell you what they are. Oh. So it is romantic is one of them. Um harmonious, connected, and primal. Oh my god. What do you th- what do you identify with? What feels I would say more connected. Oh I think that I know things are in trouble when I don't feel connected oh. from my partner. Ah, very nice. So, yeah, and I'm not, I don't think I'm that romantic. (laughs) I probably shouldn't be admitting this like the day before Valentine's Day. (laughs) But connected is romantic, though. Yeah, it's just on a different level, isn't it? So I'm more of a head person than heart, so. Sorry. (laughs) Oh, isn't this interesting? Oh, my gosh, I love it. Oh, I love it. This was fantastic. Sarah, you put a bounce in my step today. Thank you. Uh, mm-hmm. I just can't get over how accurate that um that profile is for you. <laughs> oh my god, it's really <laughs> And you know what? Like I've spent years of my life like trying to downplay or deny that that is me until my mom she was like oh my god you've always been like that like since you were a kid I was like what why have I spent 40 years trying to you know anyways now flying my flag proud yep primal but it is how great is it to just find out more about yourself and never stop yeah. being surprised about who you are oh it's great it's amazing this right of life we say Sarah. that all the time about partners right like how lovely it is to be kind of surprised by something that you didn't know about them but mm-hmm. it's equally as lovely and if not more intense when you find out something about yourself oh my gosh because i'm falling in love with myself every day that's a good great you should do you are a beautiful human being and why shouldn't you be loved you know what and we all are that's the yeah. that's the amazing thing yeah yeah Yeah. oh my god! came up this week quite strongly with a a client of mine around um self-acceptance and immediately the conversation went to well you know I could probably accept myself if I did and the list kind of and Mm. I said but self-acceptance means you accept yourself for who you are today without anything else being added on top Mm. oh what a beautiful let that sit for a sec yeah Mm. so yeah anyway I'm going to say no more about that oh beautiful oh my god! I'll let you all sit with that thought that sounds amazing keeping us wanting more Sarah mm. <laughs> all right well that kind of slides us in nicely to our topic are you ready for one I love sliding in nicely to anything so let's go <laughs> living up to my primal <laughs> I don't think I can record this podcast today <laughs> I'm sorry, right. am I being Come so on. distracted? I'm going to keep okay. this back on track. Right, okay, good topic okay, good, time. Good. Okay, good, good, good. Today's hot topic. Be aware of shrinking in your relationship. Ah, okay. It kind of fits with that whole yeah. self-acceptance thing. So oh, if you accept wow. who you are yeah. and you can present that to the world, then hopefully that will be something that will stop you from shrinking in your relationship. Wow. And what a choice of word, shrinking, right? Like, Mm. 
And none of us realize, like, this is not spoken about very often. That yeah. So tell me about what comes up for you when you hear, like, shrinking. What does this mean? So my initial thought was actually my grandma, because she was just quite little. Oh. <laughs> and that yeah. tends to be what happens when you get kind of a bit older, don't they? They say that we all naturally kind of shrink and we're all kind of... Mm-hmm. And I think that kind of older older generation, like, we naturally as human beings are grown kind of taller and... Um, just I look at my kids who are like you know both much taller than I am oh, wow. so naturally as human beings we're getting kind of larger aren't we mm-hmm. but what we're talking about here is more about kind of who you are as a person your spirit your innermost workings the things that you enjoy doing the things that you mm-hmm. take pleasure from in life and um, being able to share your thoughts and opinions with other people mm-hmm. so as soon as we start to take that away from anybody then you end up more of this kind of silenced and um, just lose kind of sight of who you are Mm. when we're not able to express ourselves fully. Mm. So that's what comes to mind for me. What about you? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think we are all very surprised that this could even happen because of the way we start out in relationships. It's so great. I feel so great. This one is different. I feel so loved. They're so nice to me. So this really creeps on very insidiously, right? Yeah. Like nobody offers us at the beginning of our relationship. Yeah, you're probably going to about shrink like five inches between now and the time you get to two years from now and you'll have less interests and you'll have less things that bring you joy and yeah. um, your, world, your world will be smaller. Like yeah. nobody would sign up for that if that was like told to them in advance. Yeah. 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 There's something about, you know, kind of like, opening the pantry door opening the fridge door and still being able to recognize both of you in there Mm. you know it's about it's it's some it's something as simple as the choices that we make on a daily basis so you know am I it's not to say that we can't be introduced to new things through our partnerships and the people that we choose to spend time with they can introduce to new things that we never thought that we would like or enjoy Mm. so you know if we stick with the food analogy that can introduce us to new tastes flavors different ingredients mm. and that's lovely as long as they're as long as we're taking those on board because they're things that we genuinely are enjoying too but if they if they're not if we're saying i'm going to park all of my kind of needs and desires and uh the things that i like in life mm. because we're going to follow the path that you like or mm. you know the um the dishes that you like to create then we're silencing who we are Hmm. yeah so does this happen just in abusive relationships or does it happen in non-abusive air quotes healthy relationships no I think it can happen in any relationship I think if you there's and I don't even think it's just necessarily kind of people pleasers that it can happen to I think um you know a lot of you get this kind of stereotypical view don't you that a lot of men are kind of like oh that saying happy wife happy happy life and Mm. it's easier just to kind of just to say yes and I mean we hear it all the time when people are kind of quacking a joke it's like yeah yeah like you know you tell me what my answer is supposed to be as opposed Mm. to Mm. but if that really is the case in your relationship and you're not providing your own thoughts and views and um and sharing who you are then that isn't a great relationship eventually it's going to get on your nerves Mm -hmm. eventually you're going to kind of wake up one day and go how did we get here? Like, this isn't what I signed up for. Why? Mm-hmm. And, or you might not even realize that you're there. You might just feel a real kind of disharmony, uh, you know, 
disconnection, unhappiness, and not re- really be able to place it. So, you know, that could be one area to really mm-hmm. explore is have I actually lost sight of who I am in this relationship? Yeah. Do I no longer exist as a person in my own right? Am I just now part of a kind of we and not, uh, there's there's no I left, there's nothing mm-hmm. of me left. Mm-hmm. You know, and that, so it comes up, and it's, it comes up with my clients too, I'm sure you see it as well, is that there's a beef of you're not good enough, you do this, you don't fill my emotional needs. Like you start picking fights with each other and it, so it becomes about the thing. But if you actually roll things back, you realize that if these two people were actually better differentiated, if they had their own individual eye and the things that made them, then they wouldn't start picking fights with each other, mm-hmm. which sounds really reductive and dismissive. Um but to say that um, it's the same as like a, a, a job, um, oftentimes chapters in our lives naturally close and it's on for a new adventure, but we're, we've not been raised with this idea to leave things because it's time. We've been raised with this belief that we should leave things because they're bad and move on to something good. Mm. But we can actually create bad, not because it is bad, but because we are feeling restless and it's time. Mm. So... Yeah, picking fights or if there's discord, just like you say, discord is often like a deeper question of what turns you on in life, by life. Mm. How are you turned on by life? What do you like to do? Well, I don't know. Yeah. Um, if you had an extra hour in your day, what would you love? Well, I don't want what I have now. Okay, well, tell me about what you would like. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That means you've gotten, you've shrunk in your relationship. Mm. Yeah. A lot of people don't feel connected to who they are as people though as well so that can be really really difficult we're so focused on external validation on um Mm -hmm. external things that you know maybe or looking to others to kind of make us happy rather Mm -hmm. than actually turning the tables internally to say actually what's going to make me happy what are the things that I enjoy doing and we can often get this situation in relationships where we are we don't even think of it of ourselves as an individual anymore we think of ourselves Mm. as a couple and it's like well what do we enjoy doing as a couple Mm. as opposed to you know I can still enjoy spending time with my partner doing this whole list of things but I also can enjoy spending time on my own doing this Mm. other list of things and these are the things that will bring me happiness these are the things that will bring me joy and these are the things that I'd also like to bring to the relationship Mm. yeah oh god you know it was pointed out to me recently that um, <laughs> I form relationships in kind of a ass backward kind of way, like a lot of us do. And I realized that the reason why I was poorly differentiated in my marriage is because I went from like, just met somebody, circle C, kind of like mm. they're in your outer circle. You're an acquaintance. You just met them. You super like them. But I have this thing of like, well, I've just met you. Now I want to spend all my time with you. I never want to be alone and I want to get mm. married immediately. So they, I zip them right into the, my inner circle way yeah. too fast. Yeah, It's kind of like the kid in grade one who's like, oh, you're awesome. I want to be your friend and I want to do everything with you. And the yeah, other person's, yeah. the other kid's like, oh my God, you're so clingy. No, I don't want to play with you because you're weird. So <laughs> that's what happens to me is I zip right from circle C right up to circle A, bring them into my like inner yeah. sanctum. And then I just lose myself. And so what I'm learning to do is pace myself as I meet a great mm. person. Okay, cool. We had a great yeah. time. Now for the rest of the six days of the week, I'm going to go off and do my own thing. And then maybe we'll meet in a week. And then yeah. maybe we'll meet every week for the first few months. Mm. And then maybe if we like that, we're going to like, you know, get a more, more frequent. Yeah. 
a very wise person uh, pointed that out to me uh, just a week ago. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's, that's why I shrink in relationships is because I ditch all of me to go yeah. and hurriedly stuff all of them mm. in my life. Yeah. Is that something that you have experienced or that you see uh, yourself in a, uh, in a regular way? So I see it with coaching clients and you can see how people do put all of their needs aside um, and instantly then kind of want to do all the things that their partner wants to do or or this disconnection with kind of who they are and, and, and what they are, you know, what are they actually about? What do they stand for? So I think that can be really, really tricky for people to really understand themselves at a, a deeper kind of more spiritual level. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So what are some anecdotes, or not anecdotes, antidotes um, <laughs> to shrinking? How do you prevent shrinking? As a physician, I'm like, you know, what's our vitamin D bisphosphonate medication <laughs> to prevent osteoporotic <laughs> compression fractures that cause us to lose height? <laughs> we haven't lost the doctor in the house. <laughs> no. My very, very good friend, um, she keeps updating me. So she lives in a northern territory in Canada, and they made this very funny campaign for vitamin D called mm. Do the D. But everyone was like, oh, my God, do the D. That's so sexual innuendo. So it keeps rolling every year. This like, do the D, everybody, do the D. Anyways, so what's the equivalent of doing the D when it comes to preventing shrinking? <laughs> I think it is. So the thing that really comes to mind for me is kind of be loud and proud about who you are as a person. Mm-hmm. And not to the point where you're kind of obnoxious, <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. but continue to be curious about who you are as a person and um, discover new things about yourself. So just the way that you were kind of saying before and continue to do some of those practices of the things that you really enjoy doing before you became a couple. Yeah, You know, um, continue to have discussions about things that you um, have completely separate views on. So it can be really easy to go, oh, I'm not bringing that topic up because we always end up having a kind of debate or it gets a bit too heated or um, I know that that's a touchy subject, so we're not going to talk about it. But, you know, there are some of the things that that we have kind of natural differences. We generally, um, you know, if if you really kind of sat down and, and looked at all the views that you've got together on life, there wouldn't be kind of, you know, amazing crossover in every single area you're mm. gonna have differences even if they're down to kind of some of the more minutiae details you're gonna have differences and it's quite fun to just carry on exploring some of those things mm. oh it, it, totally oh my gosh you know I realized that I really love dancing and dancing is something that I've mm. on the shelf for the better part of two decades so uh, and this is really it just kind of occurred to me I was like so I, I'm gonna sign up for Argentine tango uh, oh, to start immediately after I get back you. from Toronto. I know I don't have a partner. I'm just going to yeah. show up and I'm going to learn yeah. how to dance. Yeah. And I'm going to learn how to dance for me. Yeah. Yeah. That's like but putting it, a color on the blank slate. Yeah, but it's exploring kind of what are some new things in that I want to try out. What, mm-hmm. you know, don't, I think it's quite easy to try and keep the peace, you know, but don't stop doing some of the things that you want to do. If your partner isn't interested in them, that's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, you can still explore some of these things by yourself. We must explore by ourselves. Yeah, Yeah, totally. Is there something that you, like, what's the, what is the thing that you really hold on to in terms of something that really differentiates you? Could be an action or a a activity that you do. 
Oh, so what's something that you enjoy doing? Like, yeah, just that you enjoy doing. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I really love yoga. Oh, and yes. I know that my partner's just not that into it. And I'm, and every so often I'll say, "Oh, you should do a bit of yoga with me." And he's like, "No, I'm not really interested." Oh, <laughs> so interesting. He, he will like to go and explore something different. So he will go off yeah. and do the things that he wants to do. I'll go off and do the things that I want to do, and then you can come back together and you talk about your experiences that you've had separately. It's quite oh, nice. Interesting. Yeah, that's wonderful. I, mm-hmm. I think the other thing I'd say as well is um, never stop sharing who you are. Uh. You know, never stop, like, don't don't stop giving opinions about things. Um, if you're asked, you know, what what type of restaurant do you fancy this week? Share that. Don't, you know, say, oh, I don't mind you choose. Mm. Um, you know, don't kind of stop just offering an opinion. Oh, yes. Because I think, as, you know, as soon as we kind of, you're almost silencing yourself in that situation. Mm-hmm. If your answer was always, I don't mind, um, you choose whatever you pick I'm not I'm indifferent I can't believe that every single time you're asked something that you feel indifferent about it that's yeah. just I don't, I don't think that could be possible and it's if you good. do then you know maybe it's time to kind of explore and say well do you know what I genuinely don't know what I fancy or what my favorite type is let's try a new thing every week and see mm-hmm. which one I like best oh I like that challenge yes a city of Toronto is so great for that because it's just like so abundant with so many different cuisine choices. You mm. could literally spend 365 days and have somewhere new, yeah. totally new to yeah. experience. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And for others, there's the internet, new recipes. Yeah, exactly. Ah, okay. All right. Stay loud and proud. <laughs> loud and proud. <laughs> Shall we switch to a question? Let's go. My boyfriend wants me to split the bills 50-50. He spends loads of money on his hobbies and money's really tight for me. I do nearly all of the chores at home and I don't feel like this is fair. Mm. That little conundrum. Ooh, oh, 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 okay, okay. So I think there's yeah. two of the trickiest negotiable things in a relationship there. <laughs> like, who does what Time proportion? And money. Yeah, who does what <laughs> proportion of the of the chores, and how do we split the bills? Like, oh my god, they are two real tricky subjects to navigate and negotiate. And again, you know, this if we go back to that kind of the hot topic in shrinking any relationship, as soon as you kind of say, "That's fine, I'll just accept it, whatever," and I'm not gonna offer an opinion as to why I think that that choice or that path isn't isn't the right path then I'm, I'm instantly kind of giving away something that I could later come to resent oh my alone. gosh totally because there was a time when you were like oh, okay sure I'm easy totally yeah. yep yeah yeah okay so there's huge perception differences here Mm. about what's important and what is valued right like the value Mm. of things is obviously distorted and like we usually say it's not likely that they've actually had a productive conversation around this ever yeah 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 Yeah. so what do you think is going on with a boyfriend he spends a lot of money on his hobbies but he's like i expect us to have parity in terms of splitting the bills so what do you what do you gather is going on on his side of the fence well because everyone kind of wants their version of fairness in in life Mm. 
So for him, maybe that feels like the fairest choice. You know, we're both in this together. It feels like we should both pay our way. Maybe kind of that's, you know, that's always been his philosophy. Yeah. So we, we're always kind yeah. of looking for, and, you know, maybe he spent a long time getting to where he wanted to be and to earn the salary that he wanted to earn. And now he's choosing to then pursue hobbies that, you know, he wants to use his surplus funds for. Mm-hmm. So then on the flip side, though, there is this thing about unpaid labor or unvalued labor that the person asking the question is doing a lot of, right? And that is a very common theme is that, uh, especially if women stay home and, or or men, the stay-at-home parent is often doing a lot of the chores and we forget to put dollar figures to that. Like if somebody is cleaning up around the house, how how much would you have to pay a housekeeper to come in every day? Hundreds of dollars a day, right? One question I'd ask, though, to get to the root of this um, problem is if your partner took equal share of the chores, would that make a difference to you? Ah, ah. Because I'm curious about which one is the biggest issue, the money ah. or the or the division of chores. Ah, OK. Very nice. And you can't tell from the way the question is phrased. You you can't tell, but I have a suspicion that it's the money side of it that is the biggest challenge would be my intuition. Okay. Well, it could be the person asking is like, well, but I do it anyways. But I, I, you know, money is tight. I think, okay, and fair enough, because I think what they're saying is, is like, my boyfriend should know that money is tight for me. Yeah. And yet he's asking me to pay 50-50 and he has more money, or at least that's yeah. the perception. Yeah, so yeah. why is he being cruel and he's overstepping yeah. my needs? Ah, yeah. okay, okay. So there's an, you know, she equally feels like there's an inequality in this relationship. Mm-hmm. And the, the chores could be part of it. There could be a big deal. There might not be. Um, but mm. they're certainly mentioned in the question. But I think the financial side is the side, you know, we place a lot of emphasis on money, don't we? And worth and um, money can feel very hard to come by. Um, and especially the time that we're living in now where costs have risen. And so if you've, you know, maybe you've just had a massive increase in, in your rent or your mortgage, or mm-hmm. we all know food bills are going up. And if I'm then, if I'm already kind of squeezed, and I'm still being asked to contribute 50% of that, then that then can create an even trickier time than you would have had, say, 12 months ago or two years ago. Mm, yeah. There's the absolute pinch, but there's also the relative. So we yeah. always talk about this, the relative um, philosophies about money. Is there a scarcity mindset because of how you were raised, how your parents were raised? Um are you somebody who views money as hard to come by? Are you somebody who feels like they're irresponsible with money? Um, your relationship to money is a huge underlying factor. And mm. it's often, most of the time, not based on reality. Yeah. There are assumptions and beliefs and interpretations. Mm. Yeah. So how would you suggest that these two people start talking about the <laughs> these two firebrand topics in a relationship? Well, yeah. And it's really, really difficult, isn't it? I think... There is a, a certain amount of honesty, I think, but with that can come a certain amount of kind of shame or embarrassment as well. So if I'm having to say it to somebody, look, I know that your view is that we should split the bills 50-50, but 
you know, do you realize that that means that I'll have nothing in my bank account or even worse, you know, I'll be in kind of negative territory every month if we go down this route. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I know that you earn more than me or you have more disposable income than me. Um, is there a way that we could look at this in, you know, that sort of just feels a little bit fairer? But it can be very difficult to raise that topic because we are kind of, you know, we're we're told regularly, aren't we, about kind of independence and mm-hmm. standing on your own two feet. Like we, we hear that a lot now and it's not the same as kind of maybe a few generations ago where you, you didn't have two people out in a family mm. working. You, you, you know, literally had one person wage coming in and they all just went in the pot and, mm-hmm. you know, you... you you divided it and spent it on and cut your cloth accordingly. Mm-hmm. Um, and it can be difficult, I think, as well, because if you're living with somebody, how do you, and they, money isn't a challenge for them the same way that it is for you mm-hmm. when it comes to making some of those financial decisions about, um, you know, holidays or whether you put the central heating on or not or mm-hmm. whether you go out for dinner. Um, all of these things become one party can think something completely different because it's less of an issue for them. If the other party is then struggling, then some of those those decisions become quite quite tricky. Mm-hmm. And it and we do link our worth to financial income mm-hmm. and how much money we've got to spend. Oh, it's the same as friendships. I um, coaching yeah. somebody who hasn't been invited to go to to be part of a bridal party. But mm. the bride is making these really outlandish decisions yeah. in terms of venues for all the pre-parties that yeah. are, it's going to be thousands of dollars per yeah. bridesmaid to attend. And yeah. like, so it is, it is so important to have upfront conversations about what you can afford and, and what yeah. you can't afford. Yeah. Um, rather than feeling like you need to go along with the flow of whatever your partner or your friend is spending, because that'll just breed resentment and you'll lose a friend. Like that's why bridezilla kind of things happen and bridesmaids fall out with a bride. And, but if we have these conversations up front and say, look, I hate to say it, I I don't have that money to, so either, you know, maybe I can kind of bow out of some of the non-essential parties, or maybe I might not be the best person to support you in the bridal party, but I can certainly support you as a non-party friend. Yeah. 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 But these are, in relationships, these are the things that we need to try and address early doors, because if we've got completely different views about um about money and um how we earn it how we spend it the value and importance that we place on it um that's really going to kind of get you into hot water at some point Mm -hmm. further down the lane if you've got vastly different views I think there's also an element of um support in each other so do I genuinely want to be in a partnership where somebody knowingly puts me in a situation where I feel financially vulnerable Mm. You know, mm-hmm. is is that something I'm happy with would be a question. Mm-hmm. You've or got it. do we want, you know, a situation where we can support each other through tough times and and then the times of abundance? Because throughout life we'll, we'll face some of those challenges. So, you know, often, you know, for women having babies, then they have to um, take maternity leave that may or may not be paid or um, subsidized in some way. You know, how do we support each other through some of those things? If as a partner you get made redundant and you don't have an income coming in for a little while, how do we support each other through some of those challenges? If we decide actually, do you know what? Um, say one person has a windfall 
mm-hmm. you know what happens there like how do they then kind of handle that situation are we okay to treat each other and um, when one oh. person's feeling a bit more flushed than the other person can we accept yeah. that graciously yeah and give it graciously as well yeah exactly there's a whole host of stuff around financials that this is a great time kind of early doors to say do you know what this has come up but this is a great discussion point to get to know oh, each yeah. other a bit more and to understand what some of our views are around some of these situations how do we how do we deal with them how do we handle them oh my gosh yes yes and as always the wrong answer is bury your head in the sand and just to go <laughs> along with it don't be contrarian and just kick the can down the road and hope it doesn't make a difference in the future because spoiler alert it will <laughs> I think if this is a big enough thing that you've actually written a question about it, it's obviously something that's playing on your mind. And then that's not really good for us kind of mentally if we've got some of these challenging situations just kind of ticking over all the time and, and not resolved because the story train will start and eventually, you know, it leads to that kind of worthlessness and mm-hmm. um, some of the other kind of more negative emotions that we can have internally. Yeah, that's so true. And I often think you'll be surprised by the conversation as well. Well, We're often surprised by the results that come back when we tackle some of these trickier subjects. And the thing is, and you walk into these conversations thinking of yourself as the protagonist and the other person who's wrong. And remember, they will surprise you. So what if this boyfriend comes back saying, well, you're the one running the air conditioner in the summer. I would prefer to run the fan. So our electricity bill is three times what it should be you know, I resent the fact that you're expecting me to pay, but you're actually burning up electricity as if money grew on trees. So it's a, and so be prepared to get some hard stuff back. Like if you guys are being <laughs> honest, you might get your butt kicked and that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is good stuff. Okay. So like always, communication. <laughs> a little chit chat. See how yeah, it goes. A little chit chat. See how it yeah. goes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, what's the um, analogy to, I'm just thinking about, um, you know, when we we said like, how do you sort of spice up your love life? Like just get naked in bed together and see what happens. So it's kind of like this is like, just like, hey, let's, let's just, you know, schedule a chat might be over a nice glass of wine, might be a toke of your favorite uh, newly legalized drug, whatever it takes to sort of get you guys in the frame of mind where you can be open and share and just see what comes up. Uh, with a few ground rules, the same thing, right? Like maintain curiosity, let people mm. finish their sentences, listen deeply, and yeah. don't be jumping all over to defend or to shut them down, you know. Yeah, yeah. stay open as possible. Yeah. And often you can find a solution together. Yeah. yeah. See, that's, you're connected. That is your style. I am connected. Mm-hmm. <laughs> with a touch of romance. <laughs> I'm so unromantic. <laughs> oh, so funny. But connected, I, I maintain connectedness is romantic, so mm. it fits. It's on brand, it? Sarah. <laughs> we'll go with that. Yeah. <laughs> so we're sending good vibes to those people who are enjoying Valentine's Day, and we'll catch you all on the other side of that day. But hopefully, you know, people say it's cheesy, but it is. it is a day that honors love. It is. And whatever you choose to do, honor love from yourself and each other. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all righty so you're going to be loved up still in Athens and then you are traveling this week then yeah 
coming on wow. back Sunday morning. So wow. we, when I record, I will be jet lagged back in Toronto. I'll be excited to be back though. It'll be great. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like it's gone really quick. Oh my God. I, I wonder though, like, will I become a block of feta cheese? Like if I stuck around here any longer, <laughs> I don't know. It's just saved in the nick of time from becoming the delicious food that I've just been binging upon. Well, I must have been channeling your inner Greek because um, we made some lovely Greek salad with feta and some oh. uh, chicken kebabs, some lovely Greek <gasps> chicken kebabs Oof. and pita breads this week. Oh and it was super God. tasty. So yeah, I I could revive in the Mediterranean. How's come home? I know, I know. <laughs> oh man, that's amazing. Oh, beautiful. Now that speaking of my love of food, I'm gonna go and get my dinner sorted. Beautiful. Bon appetit. As always, because we are at that time of the day. Yep, it is that time of day. <laughs> it is indeed. Yeah. Well, I hope you enjoy your last um, tourism spots of, Ooh, of Greece and yes. make the most of it. Indeed. Have a nice, safe travels back. Oh, thank you. I'll see you guys on the other side. Alrighty. <laughs> Till next time. So that's it for another week of Geordie Lass and Doc Sass. We hope you've enjoyed listening as much as we've enjoyed chatting. Get in touch and share your questions for relationship remedies and any hot topics you want us to cover. If you need help navigating all things relationships, Anna and Sarah are available for one-on-one coaching support. Email info at geordielass.com. Please remember to like, share, subscribe if you've enjoyed listening. And if you've not, how on earth have you made it this far? I promise we'll try harder next time.